Hello, and welcome to The Verge Cast. <laughs> oh, man. A show about The Verge and podcasting. I really thought you were going to say a show about nothing, and uh, I was about to, like, no. No. We no. <laughs> we, we, look, we wait till the tired jokes get so tired, and then we bring them back. We don't just let them be tired. But hello, welcome to The Verge Cast. It is today, April 2nd, which is my mother's birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Um, so she doesn't listen to the show, but I want her to know that um, she's cool. Okay. Um, I will call her eventually, presumably after the show's taping. But this is the <laughs> week of March 30th, so that's very confusing. April 2nd today, but March mm-hmm. 30th. People want the date. I don't want the date. But this is The Verge Cast, a show where we talk about The Verge. Today is a very special and strange episode. I'm very excited about what's happening in this episode. I would, I would go so far as to say there's a revolution in the air. <laughs> uh, so I am Neil Patel. Mm-hmm. I am joined by... I'm Liz Lapato. I'm the science editor. Yes. And I'm in town from San Francisco. Yes, Liz is visiting us, so I, I don't know, I blew up everything that was on the show. <laughs> and then to, to my left. I am Kwame Opam. I'm a news editor at The Verge. Yeah. And I'm based in New York. Yeah. And we're going to have Kwame on the show more often, I think. I hope that's so. A, that's a feeling I have. But <laughs> the revolution. There's a revolution. Sam Sheffer is in the studio right now, but he's just Snapchatting with a selfie stick. <laughs> the revolution he's selfie Snapchat. Selfie stick. He's not in the hype desk. In the hype desk. Hi, I'm Becky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Becky. Becky Rosefeld is our office manager who was just sitting in that chair before we started filming, and I insisted that she hype check our topics in, in on the Vergecast. She's super hype, guys. It's intense. I'm only here for the signage. You're only, <laughs> she's only here for the, her swag, is he signed? So, Becky, how's it going? It's going great. Yeah? What do you, I mean, you observe the Verge at a distance most days. I, I try and stay as far distant as I can. Thanks. Cool. You're welcome. You're really great. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. I haven't said thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I assume it's coming. <laughs> uh, so, tell me, what, what's going on with you today? You were saying you're trying to get people's attention over email. I'm just, I'm, we have this whole list here. We got to do the Surface 3. We got to talk about Fast and Furious. I'm sure Liz is going to educate us about the California situation with the water restriction. It just says Ryan, Ryan Reynolds here. There's like actually not, <laughs> it doesn't say anything else. So I'm assuming. Deadpool, Eli. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sam, you know, Sam's doing his thing. There's all kinds of stuff to talk about. But Becky, I want to know what's going on with you. Um, I mean, we're, we're having a similar drought in the office, just like California. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a drought of what? Would you say you're thirsty? Uh, extremely thirsty. Oh, we, we are missing cups to hold water, and people are just like sticking their head under the sink to just what? get every oh last. No, that's not really true. <laughs> no. um, but it's a nice visual, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, thirsty people in the office. Thirsty people in the office, and you know, they only have beer to drink and they complain about that. Would you describe any of them as randos? <laughs> um, some of them, for sure. Some of them just walk in, and I don't know who they are, and it turns out they're like, you know, visiting editors from like San Francisco really? and oh, like, wow. I, I just never know. I will um, say Liz is just like, she's appeared as a force in the office. And I was like, that's Liz. <laughs> Don't write anything about cell phones and cancer. <laughs> She'll kill you. <laughs> um, it's been great. Um, no, so it's, so we have this list. So it appears from what I'm told, Liz, you've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I have never seen one. Have you ever seen a Fast and Furious movie? I've seen plenty of advertisements for them. Oh, my God. So this is it. Here it is. So the hype desk. Here's what you do in the hype desk. Okay. I say to you, this is the first time I've ever been able to, like, truly control this situation. I'm so excited about it. I say hype check blank. And then you hopefully provide a hype number and then explain the hype number. 
Okay. No one has ever actually done that, but that is my dream. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it like at least once for you. Okay, so hype check Fast and Furious. Okay, uh, I'm going to give it like a 6 out of 10 because they keep the same font that looks like it's from the 90s on all oh, the covers. Oh, wow. Ooh. Accurate, but That's it? harsh. Is that totally true? That's all that comes to mind. It does have that like silver gradient going on. It's mm-hmm. like that. It looks like it came from um, like Microsoft Word. Uh, you know those things to jazz up letters. It's really awful, but it's like slanted at like yeah. a thirty degree angle and super edgy. and has a drop shadow that is pre Photoshop drop shadows. <laughs> and it does and it does have that silver gradient. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Okay. But you have other than that, no. I don't really. It's about cars and about going fast, and you know that's that's fine. Do you, do you would you say that you live your life one quarter mile at a time? I would say it's probably more like a third of a mile. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm into odd numbers. So. I like it. What, well, if you could hype check one thing today here on the show before, because we, you know, I do need to get Sam's thoughts on Fast and Furious because I know he's got, he's got a lot to say. If you, if you could hype check one thing on the show right now, what would you hype check? Um, about the things listed? No, just whatever. Just in life. In life? Yeah. Um, let's talk about keyboards. Can we talk about Apple keyboard versus PC keyboard? Yeah, do it. Oh, PC keyboards all the way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. I know. Because oh. you get a lot more satisfaction from clicking down a little bit further on each of those buttons. Oh, you mean like old, like mechanical PC keyboards? No, no, no. Like on the laptop. What laptop do you have? Uh, it's, it's I should old. have asked you this question from the start. What laptop do you have? Uh, Are you kidding? For this show? That's what we should do with randos in the hype set. I just ask them. Uh, it's, oh, man. it's an HP from like late 2011. And you, you're saying the keyboard is more satisfying. Oh, yeah. What kind of phone do you have? I have an HTC One Mini. Whoa. Whoa. I like how Sam is so loud we can hear him anyway. <laughs> so, like, um, Sam doesn't need a microphone at all. He just hype checked the today hype desk. I was I was I was using Siri from across the office and it just picked you up. It could it was just you were just talking about Snapchat or whatever the hell you talk about. Also, Siri's like uh, super confused. Can we talk about how mailboxes work? Because apparently, uh, wait, we can, but just do it with me in this format. You got it. Hype check mailboxes. Mailboxes nine. <laughs> Wait, do you mean mailboxes the app or email boxes or I mean, physical mailboxes? USPS corner of the block. Wow. Mailbox blue mailboxes. Okay. Do you know how they work? No. Can you explain to me what you would do with a mailbox? In I feel real- like you're really turning this on me in a really aggressive way right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, she did, Here's she what did exactly what you wanted. I would, I would care for it. You would care for it? Care for I would. Right. How would you interact care with it on a, a casual basis? What do you mean? You know, if you were like, oh, you know what? I kind of like dropped my rent off. What would you do? I would walk up to the mailbox, <laughs> open it, insert an envelope, oh. say thank you. Ten. Infrastructure. Hype ten. Hype ten? Hype right. ten. What's the story here? Sam doesn't know how to use a mailbox. That's the story, isn't it? That's the story. <laughs> That's the whole story. I, I don't think I've ever dropped Okay. Mailbox. Okay. Here, we're going to. Can you say the one thing that you need to say to make fun of Sam, and then I want Sam to t- make, tell me the story? Oh, just Sam doesn't know how to use a mailbox. That's all I really <laughs> wanted to get. <again. laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we, can we swap, yeah, can we swap Sam back in? Becky, thank you so to be much. Here. Hype check. Well, one more thing before you go. Yeah. Whatever you want. Um, open hype. Hype check. It's open Sam's hype. selfie stick. <laughs> yeah. I give it a two. two. I'm gonna, I was going to give it like a four just because. That's really um, generous. The Verge, I mean, I just because say, he's not using it for selfieing. The Vergecast audience is going to love the fact that you remain most rigorously devoted to the ten point rating scale. 
because I, you, you don't even know how contentious those 10 points are. And actually, uh, I will continue talking about this as you guys make this move. The Verge rating scale is not 10 points. It is 100 points. Oh, I've been giving everything really steep. low scores. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. You know, no, but no, it's because it's 0. <laughs> 0. 0.0 to 100.0, which means it's effectively 100 points. Right. Uh, which I think is insane, but also wonderful. Makes the review process really powerful. What is the difference between a 7.7 .7 and a 7.8? I could not tell you. Why, a why? tenth of a point? Yeah. Okay, thanks. But in practice, like, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, uh, who knows? Who knows what that means? Okay, thank you, Becky. Bye, Delightful Becky. to have you here. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna get into some 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 real talk now, Sam. Sam, are you still periscoping? Oh yeah. Do you understand oh that you God. are now competing with our own live stream? You're diluting the stream right now. You're diluting the stream. Okay, Sammy. Bye. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, I missed you. Welcome man. board. Hey. I gotta say, you bring a, a palpably different energy to the show. Oh, thank than Becky. you. Uh, mostly in the sense that you want to be here and <laughs> have not been forced to participate. Did so, just... you know, I'm doing what I can. Oh, there we go. I'm like in and out with All right, with we got to get into, we got to get into okay. some news. Yeah. Yeah. Enough enough of this side check mailbox. Can you tell me the mailbox story? <laughs> I just I wasn't really Hold on, let me just fix my periscope. Oh my God. I wasn't I wasn't really 100% certain on how mailboxes like work cuz I you see mailboxes a lot and I I feel like a lot of them don't open. But the all, green ones don't open. The green ones don't open. The green ones, the green ones are like where? Yes, I, I understand your confusion. But, so okay, the blue ones you open, you put stuff in. Yes. The green ones are like for a mysterious network of like <laughs> mail carriers who've been operating since. Mysterious the I, I mail carriers. Like, <laughs> I grew up in suburb New Jersey. And like there were no none of those blue mailboxes in like the towns and developments that I lived in. Right. That the, sounds like a really sad place. I mean, I grew up in Iowa and we definitely had mailboxes. I so. mean, if you think about it, though, like if you've seen The Sopranos, like they never d depended on mailboxes and they lived in mansions. So, well, I'm sure they had their own private network of couriers. Sure. You know, sure. like you do. Yeah. yeah. The mafia has that sort of thing. Oh, the mafia does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> the mafia uses the green boxes. You don't talk about mafia. <laughs> if actually, if anybody could tell me what the green boxes are for. I, I can do this, oh, actually. Hey. Um, this show is just We are not talking about news at all. There we are. <laughs> uh, so my understanding okay. is that, like, for, for mail carriers, they, um, they have the boxes to pick up mail after they've delivered some mail mm -hmm. so that you don't have to carry everything around with you uh, on your entire route because that would be very heavy. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Are you just casually eating Hershey Kisses? Yeah. Uh -huh, okay. Yeah. I haven't eaten a lot today. There's my little snack. Mm -hmm. It's making for really great audio, right I'm now, sure. Mm. Oh, I'm doing it on purpose. Right now, John is crying. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, let's do it. So we got to start with the news. News. The real John. We need it like a, the show is really starting. Sound. Think about it. Like a local news. Like <laughs> pitching right now. Where I could just clap. Look for the waveform on your local podcast player of me clapping. And that's when the news begins. Not what I'm going to do. Okay, four ninety nine Surface Three. The Quiet. surface, oh man. The surface is, the surface is one of those products where I'm always pleased that it exists, but I would probably never buy one, especially right. with the Surface Three Pro. Like, well, I, so I have a Surface Three Pro. Right. Um, it's fine. Mm -hmm. it is everything about it is too small for what I want it to be? Right? Okay. I want. I really, I'm just casually eating Hershey Kisses. <laughs> casually. I'm just saying I'm doing. It's, it's a thing, but like it's one of those things where it's like. It's reasonably priced. I do happen to like Windows 8.1, mm -hmm. not as much as anything I would actually use on a regular basis, but like I dual booted on my MacBook, whatever. And <laughs> the MacBook, whatever. 
<laughs> it's a MacBook Pro. No, here's what I know. Yeah. From now on, if you dual boot a MacBook into Windows, it is known as a MacBook whatever. <laughs> okay. So you, do, you, you run 8.1 right now. Yeah. And I like it. I, I use a great... It's great for just running games and just having around, but... As far as having a Surface, it's always something I will talk to my old roommate about because he's a hyper Microsoft Windows fanboy and be like, yeah, I'm going to buy the Surface. He never did. He never will. Yeah. And it's like, there's no reason to right now. So here's this thing. So the, let's do some history. Sure. So there was the original Surface, which was a disaster. Surface RT, right? There was a, there was a Surface Pro and the Surface RT. Yeah. Those products were disasters. Yeah. There was the Surface 2. Mm-hmm. Um, which was basically an RT thing. Then there, then all of that like stopped, mm-hmm. and there was a Surface Pro three. Right. Um, the Surface Pro three is basically a laptop without a hinge. Right. Like it has a powerful laptop processor. It has a core processor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has a big, you know, like a bigger screen. It has high resolution. I mean, it's a laptop. Right. And then there's this thing, which is runs an Atom processor. Right. It's still running full Windows. Um, when we saw it. They demoed apps to us, including iTunes and Chrome, not Windows and Windows applications. <laughs> of course they're not. Because they were like eager to be like, you can run you can whatever anything, you want. Yeah. And I was like, but who wants to run iTunes? And they just, there was sadness in their eyes. <laughs> and they were just like, like mm. yes, the people who buy a $500 laptop run right. iTunes. iTunes people, I call them. Oh, man. Although I will say this. What do you use for music? Uh, Spotify mostly. Yeah. Spotify. 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 Spotify wow. is Probably a talk garbage about title fire. for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. That's right. true. Wait, what? Yeah, Sp- Spotify. Spotify it's, is, it, it's like, it's... Um, it's the Walmart of no, streaming no. process. It's more like the, 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 the peak Catholic empire of music <laughs> services. Right? It's so religious. Medici it doesn't know era, how bloated. Fucking yeah, right? Catholic empire, yeah. Right? It doesn't know that it's about to fall apart. Right. Well, so here's... here's it, it, like, it doesn't know that Martin Luther is, like, wandering the town with the 95 <laughs> theses. And that, you know, like... I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. No, especially. But it's like the hubris of the empire. Right. right. And it's oh, it's all about to fall apart all because they won't make like one change. Well, so here is my problem with Spotify that I have noticed lately. Yeah. Um, and it's possibly because my phone is old. Uh, I use an iPhone 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Good a problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wow. so every time I've gone underground and come back up, like every time I've gone out of cell service, sure. I have to reload the app. Yes, that happens to me too. It's really stupid. Yeah, it's like when I leave up. the building here, I go in the elevator and then immediately jump into Spotify because I'm about to be in the subway. And it just is like, no, I'm not going to ever load for you. And then I either jump on airplane mode and then reboot the app. That is that. Yeah. I don't really have that problem on Android, but it is... It has a terrible UI, just like in general. Right. No, it's a mess. Like, Apple's going to show up with Beats Music, mm-hmm. and they're going to do all the business model stuff they need to do to make Beats a success. But they're going to have the UI, mm-hmm. and all of the people running iTunes on their $500 Windows PCs are just going to upgrade. And, they're, and Apple will, like, sweep them away because Spotify doesn't make it easy to go away from iTunes. Like, there's, like, a story to be written in the fact that if Spotify would just sell music on top of the streaming, Mm -hmm. so you pay them eight bucks a month or whatever it is, and then when Beyonce wants to sell her new record, they're just like, Beyonce's new record is out. Would you like to buy it for $10? If Spotify would just turn on that You could just download the songs onto your device. Where? From when? On, you could just, like, hit offline mode, and then the songs download to your device. No, but Spotify won't sell you the album. 
But what's the difference? So they're not between... getting the music right now because you have like an exclusive deal with iTunes, where Beyonce released her original album in 2013. It was exclusive for however long. Oh, you're saying and... because iTunes has have those artists. This is why. Right, this like... is why my comparison was to religions, and not like nation states. Spotify <laughs> is religious about its business model, yeah. to its extreme detriment. Right, like if they would just stop being like everyone should stream everything, yeah, but and so they would then, be like mostly we provide is streaming for the mm-hmm. long tail, and then when Taylor Swift wants to show up and release an album, we let people pick the button and and integrate it, right. and that means like we can move over your iTunes library more effectively because we can just match your purchases or whatever. They would be more successful, but instead they have like religion and they have like this decaying empire cathedral of an app that's like so. Do you so terrible? Do you think uh, I'm really pushing this religion metaphor? Do huh? you think that? Hi, I'm Neil Patel, and I'm talking about religion on the internet. <laughs> yeah. I, you, I this can only possibly go well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you think oh, yeah. Neil that um, Beats music will be comparable to Spotify streaming? Because I don't have an iTunes library. I ditched that model years ago. I couldn't keep up with it anymore and now everything i do is I, I stream everything for the most part and if i want to listen to an album i will just download it for offline because i use the subway twice a day and it works fine right. um and then i have like my starred playlist that i also um you know like my favorite uh, songs so it's, and, but like, presumably what we're here to talk about is like this is a, a surface three conversation but the most important thing yeah, we got really <laughs> off the, no, the most interesting thing about our meeting yeah. with microsoft when they were showing this thing to us was they just kept on bringing up iTunes. They brought it up like five times this meeting uh, to prove that it was like a real computer. Right. Because what you really want to do with your computer, if you're spending it, because this is targeted very directly at like students and families and like a second computer for people who have real computers, right? And they were like, the thing you want to do on that kind of device is run iTunes. Um, and they just kept saying it. And they got, we got all the way to a point where like, are you going to put iTunes in a commercial? And they're like, well, that's probably one step too far. Right. But it's like a nice computer. Right, like, it. I still have uh, problems with the idea that it's not a laptop. Sure, like I, that I mean, is still confusing. It still wants to be a laptop, even though it isn't. In your heart of hearts, you want to be a laptop. <laughs> so I'm. I'm just gonna say this. I. I don't understand tablets at all. Yeah. Um, at all. Just because, sure. like, I the way that I tend to use the internet involves, like, you know, typing. Uh, Liz, can you just? Tell the audience what kind of keyboard you use. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. That, Are you guys going to, like, no, cyberbully me we here? We need to contextualize <laughs> your, you know, your view on these machines. Um. <laughs> Corporate Sam makes an appearance. Hey. Hey. I'd like to That's really contextualize. right there. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually have an external keyboard that I usually use. It's like split. Um, yeah. Oh, you have like an ergo keyboard. Yeah. It's yeah. nuts. It's it, well, it's it's ergonomic and yeah. it doesn't hurt my hands, which mm. is what I care about. It's you like know a baby I mean? transformer I, on her desk. I, right. I mean, I just I you know. And you travel with it. I travel with it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I brought it, I brought it to CES and then everybody made fun of me. And we no, just, we're think, IRL bullies. No, I don't think <laughs> I admire it though because no, no, no. I think we're like all on the verge of corporal tunnel. Yeah. All things considered, so it's like it's good to have. I see what you did there, Kwame. No, I I, I don't think we we're making fun of you, Liz. Per se, I think I was. I'm just like shocked that like. There, you use one of those, you know. Like, I don't think I've ever seen one of those in person. For I real, check ergonomic keyboards. Ten out of ten, <laughs> easily. We're all going to be so. I mean, I I have like pains in my thumbs now, even because I've been using an iPhone since 2007. I've been typing on keyboards forever and laptop you have forever. Pains like, in your thumbs. Yeah, yeah, for real. It's like already starting, and I'm 24 years old. You, you know, to, it's for real. I, I believe you. 
I believe that you are not over-exaggerating the pains in your thumbs. Uh, what, what were you going to say? No, this, this point Liz is making about tablets, which is I, there are days when uh, I barely sit down at my desk at work and I just run all over the office in the meetings and it feels like I'm doing all of my work from my phone. Yeah. Right, like everything that I, like I'm communicating and I can communicate fairly well, not as well as I'd like to, um, but I can communicate with everybody I need to even as I run around from my phone. It would never even occur to me to try to do that with a tablet anymore. Why? Because it's it ridiculous. It's it, a completely different use case now. But because I mean, of the size? Because you have to I'm like. Because I'm going to call a, yeah. Holy separate device that you need to use completely differently and you can only use it two hands and you may or may not actually have like a cell like, signal on it. Y- like, you don't one hand the plus. All the time. Yeah? Yeah. It's you, not great, but I do it all the time. Fair. Um, I mean, I actually use that double tap to bring the, the screen down, uh, reachability or whatever it's called. I yeah. use it all the time. Wow. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, like, all I'm saying is I wouldn't run around the office with an iPad. It just wouldn't occur to me to do that. It would, I would feel like a moron. Like, I would rather, if I'm going to do that, I might as well carry my MacBook. I mean, like, the use case for the iPad, to me, seems like gaming. And, like, and, and sure. Netflix bedtime. Sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Netflix bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix bedtime is like uh, a children's <laughs> book by Sam Shepard. Yeah. Uh, good night, Netflix. Uh, <laughs> wait, just one more. And it's, it, it's, it's like a book that turns its pages in a circle and it never ends because you just watch one. Never mind. I'm sorry. Neilai has ideas about it's, circles. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was like a troll children's book called oh, Good Night Netflix? And you try to you kept on trying to say goodnight to it, but it kept on showing you one more page. <laughs> and your children never went to bed. <laughs> It'd be great. Uh, no, but so, but the thing, so the thing with like a Surface 3, it's like Microsoft can't make a laptop because they'll piss everybody off. Yeah. So they have to keep making this tablet. And like what I really want is like the canonical Microsoft laptop. Mm-hmm. Will it happen? Like Microsoft I mean, make the best laptop. They, Just do it. Just will, get they, it out will, there. will you ever be able to buy a like a Windows like laptop made by Microsoft hardware? I mean, I they, they own Nokia now, right? They could bang one of those out if they wanted to. Yeah. Although no, Nokia is making like a weird uh, like Android thing now, right? Aren't they? Aren't they? They're making the tablet, the yeah. the one that looks exactly like an iPad Mini. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, Google. That's like baby's first. It's frankly, depressing. <laughs> Google is making excellent Chromebooks now. They're doing it, yeah. and and there's plenty of OEMs that are doing it too. And it's kind of just sad that Microsoft hasn't just realized, like, hey, we make the operating system. We should also make the hardware. They can. They own Nokia. Do yeah. it, Microsoft. Do just, it. Just do it. Anyway, this, it's fine. The Service Three is fine. Yeah. It'll come out I've checked Surface 3. I've, like, 6, maybe, wow. 5 or 6. With Windows 10 around the corner, sure. Yeah, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll add some points we're to that. Really, but like, we're really leaning hard into numbers. I've checked numbers today. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> good. It feels good. <laughs> See, I knew it. It, uh, it works. You we did it. It's fine. It, it'll come out. Okay, moving, moving right along. along. Here's, the, here's the next situation. Bobby, I'm going to lean hard on you for this. Tell me about Vin Diesel. <laughs> about Vin Diesel uh, he's a rock. big guy he has a lot of feelings he he <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he's really into D&D which we'll get into in a second what yeah. and he's deeply about family and you know <laughs> All right, so we're, we're obviously like, talking about Fast and Furious 7 right. which we tried to talk about with Becky but yeah, she was not, 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 not having it with us. Didn't we? Didn't we do a video um, that was a quick recap of Fast and Furious for those of us like me who have never seen one? I don't think that you can call it that thing quick—a recap <laughs> or a video. <laughs> <laughs> it was like ten minutes 
into Rondo's mind. Uh, it was. It is one of the craziest. Like I love Fast and Furious. Uh, if you are aware of The Verge, you know that many of the staff members, past and present, deeply love Fast and Furious. At this point, future, I would guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be on your resume. We had a worker. You have to like that series. Yeah. We have five open job listings right now. One of them is for a science reporter. If there are any people who are into science listening, oh, I'm sorry, it's Phil's voice on the thing, not Rhonda's. I thought it was Rhonda's voice and Phil's edit. Oh, I see. It's yeah. a combination of Phil's insanity mind and Rhonda's insanity voice. Yes. Okay. Well, all you that said, if someone's listening to this, go on our YouTube channel and find it. It's one of the most recent videos we published. Watch it. Sit there for ten minutes and just laugh your ass. It off. is bonkers. It is um, incredible. But so here's so one of their positions is for a science editor, and I know that if you apply to that job and you just fill in most of the fields with references to Fast and Furious, probably get a callback. <laughs> I'm not saying it'll go well. I'm not saying that like you're going to get a job. Is, that's going to happen now. I'm just saying if you want to talk to Chris Ziegler, that's a great <laughs> way to get your name in the door. Um, so, yeah, uh, Creighton, our old video producer, and Chris have a Fast and Furious fan podcast called The Fast Cast. This is no joke. Which they've never invited it's me intense. on. Because I think that, that my skepticism about Fast 6 like, really threw them. Um, yeah, I'm sure that's why. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. You know, Liz, <laughs> let's talk about some tropes. <laughs> terrible. Oh, man. Terrible thing to say. Um, but so, Liz, you've never seen one of these movies. I have never seen one. Did you watch this video, the 10 minute video? I watched, I watched part of it and then I had, had to come down here. So I <laughs> <laughs> you were like trying to catch up. I was yeah. trying to catch up um, because I knew we were going to be talking about it and I wanted to be able to say something other than that The Rock is entirely charming and. I, the Rock is entirely charming. Yeah. Not Vin. Vin's whatever. Whoa. Yeah. No, I mean, The Rock is like, to me, like, I'm he's consistently like. consistently surprised by this. He's like, he's kind of <laughs> like a Rottweiler who really, really wants to be like a Chihuahua and sit in your lap, but is a Rottweiler and like doesn't understand that he's 90 pounds yeah. and like won't fit. The Rock is a monster. Yeah, actually. Have you ever seen that picture of what The Rock used to look like? Yes. The Rock now? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen the, the, uh, <laughs> the cheat day that he had that one time? No. He ate like. Like two trays of brownies, like four trays of pasta, a pizza pie, and like all this other crap. And he still looks diesel as hell. Wait, I want to. Can we rewind to calling it a pizza pie? <laughs> I, I, it's a pizza it's pie. A, pizza pie. <laughs> a pie of pizza. That <laughs> oh my god, that sounds amazing. Um, you know, so we are actually. So here's a, a fun thing about Furious Seven. We can get into it a little bit. Kwame, I think you should try to recap. The Fast series. To I think that's Please. a, Good a Lord. game I'd like to play. Good Lord. Um, I'm prepared to smell what The Rock is cooking. Oh, my God. We're done. <laughs> I'll flip all tables. Well, this forever. is effectively straight from Chris because I've seen only the first one in entirety. What? And through osmosis, I've absorbed my knowledge of the Fast series through Chris because he sits right behind me. And I, mean, we launched, I will say this. We launched a transportation section mm-hmm. on Monday, April 1, mm-hmm. which was actually yesterday, yes. so not Monday. Yesterday was Thursday, dates. Thursday, April 1st. It was not an April Fool's joke. A lot of people on social thought that our transportation hub was a joke, and everyone uh, was like, yeah. You're saying you just got the dates wrong? <laughs> Yesterday was Wednesday, April 1st. Oh, today's Today Thursday. Thursday. We're all How you oh, doing, man. We're all drunk. Okay. Anyway, it's been a, long a lot of people thought it was April Fool's joke, but it's yes, not. We're it's doing real. car coverage for yes. real. Yeah. And I, I, I just can't imagine a better gift to Chris on the launch of his car <laughs> section than a new Furious movie. Right. Um, but he's so mad about it because it's apparently bad. The thing is, it has like an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Mm-hmm. Partly on the strength of like 
like Paul Walker passing away and people are like, yeah, this is like a legitimate tribute to this character and this person and the fact that it's just balls out insane. I think the, the idea of a legitimate tribute to a character in a movie where the characters basically have no emotions except that's my family, <laughs> that should explode and I'm going to kill you. Those like, are good emotions. I mean, that's it. That, like, I that's feel like all that's they feel. The fast movies, though. Yeah. Or, that's oh, all you wait, need. Also, we should go really fast. <laughs> Furiously. <laughs> Furiously. <laughs> I know. So here, I will tell you, we're, we, can, we can move on past this, but I will tell, here's the thing that's happening mm-hmm. for real. For real, for real. Uh, tomorrow, we are going to a loft, fact, in Greenpoint, mm-hmm. where there will be a $50,000 media streamer uh, where we are going to rent... For a portion of our staff, mm-hmm. Fury 7, for 24 hours, for $500. Uh, <laughs> it is probably the most decadently rich thing. We're going to write about it, of course. Oh, yeah. But I'm very excited about, about this adventure we're going to take. It's going to be fun. It's going to be something. You and it's going to get weird. Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah. You're, and you're like going out to see Bjork. Oh, no, I, I saw Bjork yesterday. You saw Bjork yesterday? Mm. Oh, yeah. How's Bjork? Wait, tell me all about that. Oh God, amazing! Um, so the it was a two-hour show. It was at New York City Center, mm-hmm. um, and the first hour is her new album, uh, which is a breakup album about her relationship with Matthew Barney. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the the second half of the show was um, uh, sort of deep cuts um, yeah. and really really fun. It was a little disjointed the second half. The first half was super powerful. Right. Um, but as, um, somebody who's into really gross animals, there was, um, this amazing video of slug sex during one of the, um, that sounds like a book show. Yeah. <laughs> I was into it. Um, but yeah, wow. uh, if you have a chance to see Bjork live, you should definitely do it. She's really something to see live. <laughs> like oh, seriously. Man. I wish I could just be that professionally weird. Right. That's, I mean, that's her move, right? She pretty much yeah, I'd say she probably like invented that particular strain of like artistic weirdness, mm-hmm. and I kind of love it because everyone kind of, like you can say Madonna is weird in her way, and Lady Lady Gaga is like weird in her way. Previously, apart from the whole Tony Bennett stuff, sure. But yeah, Bjork is weird, dude, and like she yeah. got in the MoMA, like it's great. Yeah, I mean, I saw the MoMA show too while I was here, um, sure. and. I was a little underwhelmed by it. I mean, I read Emily's review before I went in, so I kind of knew what I was in for, but it Mm -hmm. felt like it was much more of an audio show than a visual show, which was a little bit of a bummer. I mean, I could have kind of listened to that as a podcast at home. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But one of the things that's really remarkable, like she has such a visual aesthetic um, in terms of dress that's really crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. And so seeing those costumes up close was was remarkable, um, in part because like... You get a sense of like you, you can't put your hands down in some of these dresses. Like you can't put your hands by your yeah, side yeah, because yeah. there's so much going on. Um, and that was a, a thing that I saw at the show. So much she, like foam and yeah. like lace and stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and that was like at the show. She was like the, her last costume. She did three costume changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one for the encore was this enormous puffy yellow thing with long strings hanging down. <laughs> and she spent a bunch of time twirling, which uh, yeah. right, rightly so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, <laughs> right, rightly so. <laughs> well, you know, if you have if you have fun things to twirl with, why wouldn't you twirl? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, where'd I'm, you where'd you see the show is? I'm an itinerant twirler uh, at New York City Center. <laughs> itinerant twirler? I don't know what that means. <laughs> it just sounded good. I go sure. from place to place sure. twirling, <laughs> like a whirling dervish. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm a whirling dervish. Neela is a whirling dervish. Um, oh, you know what we need to talk about? Well, let's do, let's do, I got, we got to make some money. Oh, man. And then, 
Hold on, I gotta do some stuff. And then we gotta talk about these Amazon buttons. Yes. Oh, dude. Yes. Which are not an April Fool's joke, but we, I, I think <laughs> is important. Yeah. I have a lot of things open. On my I signed up for those buttons. I really want one. Yeah. Just, just to troll with hold it. On, hold yeah. on, let me do this. I gotta right. do it. John, make the sound. Make the money noise. Today's episode of The Vergecast is brought to you by Tripcase. Tripcase has helped brilliant people take over 30 million trips last year by collecting their flight, hotel, and other trip items into a single app on your phone or tablet. You also get free flight notifications if you're delayed or if your gate changes. And with support for Pebble and Android Wear, you'll always be up to date. To get started, just go to tripcase.com slash vergecast to sign up. If you're still not convinced, after what I think was one of my top five ad reads ever, here's why... Tripcase is the place where trips live. One, <laughs> Kwame. Don't Why are you at looking that. at me? Because you are doubting the power of Tripcase's <laughs> Uber integration, where it automatically fills in your pickup and drop off locations based on your trip, shows you Uber rates within the app, and then all you do is click to get a ride. You just click it. There's also free flight alerts, which I'm not sure who else is charging you for flight alerts, but Tripcase will not charge you in case you're worried about that. They will automatically alert you of any changes to trip, like a flight delay or gate change. Uh, they'll email you. They'll send you a push notification to so many devices, be it a phone, a tablet, or a smartwatch. Lord knows I need more notifications. Oh, yeah. Have you ever thought to yourself, am I taking a trip today? Better look at my smartwatch. No. Well, Tripcase is prepared. <laughs> Super prepared for that possibility. You can also share your trip with people, with a coworker or a loved one. Uh, you can remember a place. So if you go someplace new, you can open the app. You can push the button. Remember it the next time you're in town. There is the weather of your destination built into the app. Sure. What? You want to know that information? <laughs> I mean. Uh, and then I think this is uh, potentially most exciting. There are seat maps. So as you're booking your flight, you can tell you where to go. Go to tripcase.com slash vergecast. Check it out. The Vergecast is also sponsored by Harry's, which is a company that sells blades. Let me tell you about them. When did shaving become so expensive? It seems like every razor has some futuristic vibrating and swiveling handle that no one asked for. Harry's is here to save that day. Their razors are about half the price of the other big branded blades, and they ship for free to your front doorstep. And they're better. The first blades were made in Germany, and they like them so much... Harry's just bought the entire factory, the entire factory of blades in Germany. That is commitment to cutting things. With Harry's, you'll get a better shave that respects your skin slash face slash legs slash your wallet. No more poor quality blades and no pexky plexiglass cabinets to unlock either. No more tongue twisters in the ads. The starter set is an amazing deal for $15. You get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, Three razor blades. And with promo code VERGE, you can get $5 off of that for an amazing deal. Now, here's the truth, and I want you guys to know this. This is a fact. I have not shaved my face completely in, like, five years. But when I did, this is true. Before I moved to New York, I used to shave. I refused to use the blades, the crap blades. I used I had the badger. I was a fancy man. Badger brush thing. If Harry was around then, I would have, I don't know. I want to say I, I would have been in. I would have been in. It would have been shipped to my door. The quality of my shave would have been good. I mean, I was a bad shaver, which is kind of why I stopped shaving. But I think it would have been good. Also, great gifts, I think, for those of you who shave. Go to harrys.com now. Harrys will give you $5 off if you type in coupon code VERGE with your first purchase. That is harrys.com, coupon code VERGE at checkout. 
and you should shave your face because you, I mean, honestly, you could stand it to look a little bit better. All right, let's talk about this Amazon button. All right. I'm into it. I kind of want, like, number one, it's real, you know so it's amazing. The... Yeah, let's explain it for people. Yeah. Yes, please. I, I, Sammy, I why, don't you, no why, don't you, why don't you hype explain? Hype explain. <laughs> No. Um, we need to add that. That's a. I like that. We're doing that segment. now. So, That's a thing. Okay, so, explain. I, explain. I lost the headphones. Okay, I'm not going to move. Um, okay, so March 31st, the day before. <laughs> what? what I got was the it was a rainy night on March 31st, 2015. Uh, um, so the day before um, April Fools, Amazon announced these buttons. They're called. It's Amazon Dash. Yes. And they partnered with 20 different manufacturers. Uh, to make this little button that you could stick on places. So there's one for, let's say, Tide. So when you run out of Tide, when you're doing your laundry, you literally push that button and it just one will show up at your house two days later. It is connected to your Amazon account and you can only like the each each uh, dash is connected to one specific product. So shampoo, it's, it's mostly things in your house, too. You can't like order a laptop from it yet. Um, but I thought it was a joke at first. Um, and they've got 20 partners, like I said, and a lot of people on the internet seem to be into them. Because, I'm super into them. Cause it's like, there's a whole backend service called the dash replenishment service. Oh, is it really? really? Yeah. There's a whole thing. So you, like there's a coffee maker, like quirky put out a coffee maker alongside it. And the, the hopper for the beans has the button on it. Wow. So as your beans go low, you push <laughs> wow. the button and but, the beans show but up. But I, I think... Look, have you thought about what it's like to push a button and then have beans just show up at your house? That's I, I like just Jetson-level craziness I right think, there. I think the idea in theory is good, excuse me, but it needs to be delivered instantly for that to have real satisfaction, right? Like that, you press actually. a button and it's like, two days. LOL, two days later, like you're going to forget that that package is showing up. Like I disagree. One, you disagree. I, I completely disagree. Also, disagree. actually, I completely agree. Wow. I completely wait, agree. Wait, who? What are, are we agreeing right with? What are we? Hype check. Hype check. Dash buttons. Eight out of ten. Eight. That's a high. Yeah. That's a high. Hype. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting. But you disagree with the premise that it's cool. It would be cool. It would be very cool if they had one hour delivery for that. Wait. Thing. Objective hype check. Amazon dash buttons. Well, for like normal humans, probably like six or seven. Okay, and then Sam. Subjective Sam. I mean, check. subjective Sam, corporate Sam, future Sam, there's present a, Sam. Yeah, there's a lot of you. You contain multitudes. Um, I'm a Gemini. Um, <laughs> astrology, religion. I'm, I'm playing to the Verge cast team today. Oh, man. Um, oh, no. Oh, right, man. Like you, it got intense. This is Sam Shepard. He just con- conflated astrology and religion. Look. Well. All I'm saying is that. His email address is sam at theverge.com. <laughs> all I'm saying is that when you when a human pushes a button today, there's like this this thing in your brain that wants a reaction right away, right? If you push this button, does it make noise? Does it tell you? Is there an indicator saying when your package is going to arrive? It's like, boop, okay, that's it, done. Like that, the satisfaction Yeah, I think the is... question is like, how do you stop like children from just banging <laughs> yeah. well, So you know what a good, a good prank question. would be? Would just be go to somebody's house and like press that so I, button mm, over and over? Like yeah. a Thanksgiving, the, just like... In the piece, no. it says that it's got some sort of software to prevent that from happening. I just feel like, is there is there a visual or audio cue that confirms that your order actually went through like you i think neil you tweeted this it's like the perfect and i can't believe i'm gonna say this in real life but it's the perfect internet of things it thing. is it is a single really best is, internet of things thing to ever exist yeah yeah right it's like it it it's like a connected little shopping button thing that knows when you're out it's, no, like, it's a product that like did not there 
everyone has always talked about things like this. Yes. Like the connected fridge is one of these things where it's like yeah. it knows you're running out of milk and then like milk shows up. Right. Or something happens. Right. But that is so much more complicated than I see that I'm running out of paper towel and push a button. Yeah. yeah. I think you couldn't even help it. That was like a, like a totally like. You're I, like I was like, uh, is there somebody behind us? Like, what are we pointing at? I, I just think it would it would work if it had one hour prime shipping and there was a visual cue. And you also have to like be conscious. Like, Neil, you just said, like, you see that you're running out of something. Like, what happens if you're pouring your tide into the cup and it's like it runs out right then and there? You know, I then think you're that like, mm. it's like the three times before that you picked up the thing. And you were you like, realized, huh, this yeah. is pretty light. And then it's like, boom, press one. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's cool. The reason I like it is because I have this problem where I don't necessarily think about things unless they're actually happening. Right. So like if I'm picking up like my laundry detergent and I'm like, oh, this is light, um, you know, I'll think about it for that five minutes yeah. or so. And if I don't put it down on my list of things to do, like buy more laundry detergent, mm-hmm. I just forget. So in that sense, like being able to do the instantaneous, like, ordering where you're like oh yeah i'm running low on toilet paper um that that to me would be helpful right because if you're out of toilet paper and then you're out of toilet paper that button won't do you a damn thing (laughs) no you're gonna go have to go to the store like a pleb (laughs) yes well the the thing that makes the button (laughs) you're like i screwed that up the thing that makes that's where one hour prime shipping also won't help you oh man you're like i've been here Just, just go. I paid for it with I pride. I wonder if that's actually happened yet, where someone got stuck on the toilet and they, they ordered waited. toilet paper <laughs> from their phone and it showed up. Yeah. Probably worst, has. Worst task ever. Has. If, if that is something you have done, please contact Sam at theverge.com. <laughs> we want to hear your task story. Task it's like building advanced semantic analysis to like prevent that from happening to their people. <laughs> Oh man! But like, it's the, another toilet paper guy. The thing that <laughs> shut I think it down. Power, man, the thing that I think is powerful, like about two days versus like one, one hour, hour, is that if you're just not thinking about like what you've ordered, like if you want to order toilet paper, but you're like not quite out yet, then you might think about it again, like oh, I should get toilet paper again. You'll order it again, and then you'll have like this surplus of toilet paper. That's something I would totally do. Versus if it were connected to my Prime Now account, then. Okay, then I have like a thing of toilet paper that's ready for me in an hour's time. I don't have to think about it ever again until I. Right, run out. It, it, that's like personal. Like, yeah, what is the saddest like nuclear fallout shelter? It's like empty racks <laughs> of buttons, and it's like basically, oh, oh should have pressed these. Oh man, we should write that story. <laughs> we should just take that picture. <laughs> um, we used to call it the Patel General Store in my basement because my dad would balk by everything, and then my sister and I would come home from college. Is that just, is that also an Indian thing? Because bulk buying everything, I think that's just yeah, a thing. That's just a thing. I think the fact that my first, my last name was involved in the the nickname, like <laughs> I'm sure there was the Sheffer General Store. Yeah, kind. But my of. dad couldn't resist it. So when I remember my sister and I came home from college, we would like go shopping in the basement, like all the time. And yeah. then he would, and then we could have just yeah. been like, boop. Like <laughs> I took everything. He was so happy about it. My parents are those people who like if you if you go to their house and mildly enjoy anything they own, like four days later they've sent you one. Oh man! Like just that's like their move, and it's always like my dad worked nights in the ER, so he like stayed up. He couldn't fall asleep, so he would like stay up and watch infomercials. So like we had any number of like food dehydrators and like kitchen gadgets. Did you have a ShamWow? Uh, yes, 
Did it work? Nice. Right. Because think about this. When I was growing up, there was no internet, right? So my, mm-hmm. my dad would just like not be able to fall asleep and he would watch infomercials and he'd be like, that's a gadget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take yeah, home. We can have that. We can have that right now. And then like, it would show up. He'd be like, let's, everyone is eating dried apples for a month. <laughs> And we would, like, seriously, I'd come over from college, like, we bought this juicer. And you'd be like, try the juice. And you'd have to be, be like, yes, it's pretty fine. It's great. Good. And then it'd be like, three days later, like, in my dorm, like, a huge juicer <laughs> box would show up. Oh, no. Like, constantly. You need this. Yeah. You need this in your You life. said you like the juice, though. So I bought you a juicer. I'm like, I live in 20 square feet in Chicago. Like, what do you want me to? Well, drink juice, obviously. I, we, I, my dad and I have word conversations. <laughs> All right. Dash buttons. Hype check. Final hype check. Yeah, I'll give him a seven. All right. All right, Liz, we got to talk about some science stuff. You're here. I am here. So um, uh, one of the things that's going on in California uh, is oh, yeah. a tremendous drought, um, which, you know, it's historic. It's huge. How bad is it? It's pretty bad. I mean, we have like about a year of water left in our reserves. I don't know if you saw that in the L.A. In, Times. In California or? In, in California. In okay. California. Okay. And like um, in places in uh in the Central Valley, they're they're pulling up water from wells so fast that the the land is sinking. Whoa! Um, and one of the things that's like exciting about this is you know that that the government is acknowledging that there's a problem, but about eighty percent of the water use is actually by agriculture, and that's really? not affected wow. by um, it's not affected by uh, these these restrictions. Basically, right. you know, I mean. It's great. I've been taking drought showers for a while, so I'm usually in the shower for about three minutes, maybe this maybe five. This is a five. conscious thing that you do, right? This is not a like. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm an uh, I'm a crazy environmentalist. I I think that those that it's important to conserve water. You know, right, I just sure. it's, this is just something that I have been doing for like the last year wow. or so. And and California State has recently regulated water usage, right? That's right. So there's like a five hundred dollar fine if you go over. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty serious. But again, this doesn't affect agriculture. And like 10% of the water usage is just almonds, by the way. So like maybe stop buying almond milk because mm. you are destroying California. Wait, what? Yeah, did you <laughs> not know this? Almonds require almonds, a lot of water. There were a bunch of pieces what last year about like how unsustainable almond what? agriculture is. Yeah. It's now, a problem. It is a huge problem. Let's I mean, walk yeah, you through the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just back it up. Almonds. Almonds are bad. Almonds are bad. Yeah. Because... Well, so th- because they suck up so much water and they're being grown in a place where there isn't a lot of water. I mean, okay. that's, that's mainly it. Like, you know, um, they're, they're good for you in terms of like food. They're, yeah, yeah. they're perfectly good sources of protein. They're mm-hmm. delicious on salads, but yeah. like, you know, the, the way that we're producing them and the way that we're using them isn't sustainable. Crazy. How does one sustain an almond? That's a good question. <laughs> and the word sustainable and in almond. that context in particular is like, <laughs> what? What did you like? Put the album. <laughs> like, oh, I got. Throw some back on the ground. Almond. But I mean, they they just require a lot more water than we yeah, have, yeah, yeah, you know. And I'm so, joking. like, all of these things with like almond milk—that's like kind of a trend now, where people are like, "Oh, dairy is bad for you," um, which yeah. what? Well, that's a whole separate totally thing. thing. Um, but you know, like, people are are moving towards almonds. I've towards almond never milk, all of that. seen three people just like basically like opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almond milk is bad. Opinions. They're out there everywhere. Let's move on. Uh, no. Okay. So, so why, California is not running out of water. Sam Nathan Syker just tweeted an incredible picture of you. Oh Jesus. no! Wait, no, Liz. I want you to talk about this. Talk about water. why they're out of water. Yeah, because this, about how, to, how to fix it. This water it? situation doesn't only exist in California, also, right? It's it's kind of a. It's. I mean, it's it's the West generally. Um, there's like there hasn't been a whole lot of precipitation. There hasn't been a lot of snow. Um, but they're also like. 
part of what's going on is it's unusually hot also. It's a drought like for the last what couple of years now? Several years, yeah. yeah. Um I don't, I forget how many how many years. Um but the actions that are that are the government is taking are meant to reduce water usage by about a quarter. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and uh Jerry Brown was basically on uh standing on dry grass where there should have been snowpack. Really? Yeah. Wow. And again, it's because it's been hot. So like the snow has been melting but mm-hmm. Edmund Brown, not Jerry Brown. Well, Edmund is his real name. Oh, okay. Uh, and Jerry is his nickname. Whoa. Wasn't yeah. there an older Jerry Brown? Am I crazy? It's, this is the same one. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was the governor, like, I think he was, like, Governor Moonbeam in the 70s or whatever, yeah, and then came I back. Yeah, remember him at. Mm-hmm. He's back. He's back. But so, so one of the things that's been going on is, like, people are starting to do things, like, um, and there were, there were reports in this last year, they're painting their dry grass green instead of watering it. Wow. Um, we just talked about this too. It's nuts. It's nuts. And like another thing um, that I really like is that, you know, you see people using um, succulents as, as lawn rather mm. than grass because grass is actually an invasive species. Yeah. It was, um, it's brought over, I think from England or Scotland uh, and was used in, initially as like a wealth signifier basically. And uh, now is just the standard. So that's, that's another thing to think about if you are a crazy environmentalist, you know, if you are living in a place like California, maybe don't have grass. Yeah. That's wild. So as a Californian, yes. you're not, you are now a proud Californian. I am a proud Californian. What's your, what's your, what's your move? <sighs> are you cutting water in your daily life? Um, I, I mean, again, this is like some like dystopia stuff. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm trying to use as little as possible. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, most of the water is being used by agriculture and that's like a whole separate process for regulation. So if you really wanted to cut into that, you would, you would need to, um, basically work against agricultural lobbying groups, which are very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in central Valley, I, I went to Joshua tree before I came here. Um, and there are all these signs up that say, stop the second bus dust bowl. The government caused the dust bowl, blah, 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 blah. And it's all like water usage stuff. Like yeah. this is, this is big, big politics. Um, and there's actually, um, if, uh, if you, know who uh william volman is um he is a writer a novelist he almost always writes at a thousand pages you don't have to read them all um but it's like a thousand pages per book uh but he wrote this great book called imperial about california's imperial valley and water usage and it's like this amazing history of um the politics around water uh, which have been really incredible like a lot of water comes from um from colorado it's Mm -hmm. like brought in um, and one of the things that was super crazy to me at CES coming from a place with, with, with drought was seeing those water fountains in Vegas, which are like sort of signifiers of wealth, Yeah, you know, like we're so, we're so wealthy that we can just waste water on yeah, fountains. Yeah. Well, on Vegas is like blinkered and like bizarre in a whole host of ways. But right. like... So, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where like, you know, $500 a day fines are great and they're a nice start for, for water consumption. Yeah. But if you're thinking about it in a long-term way, you need to be thinking about agriculture. You need to be thinking about wineries. You need to be thinking about the weed operations. Both of those are huge. Um, uh, they, they use a lot of water. Right. And then, you know, things like almonds, things about um, a, lot of, a lot of produce comes from California. And there must be better ways to, to utilize water in agriculture. That's like one of those things where you're like, Silicon Valley talks about changing the world. Yeah. but. yeah i mean that's that's a crazy thing to me it's like the valley is there all this all this all these tech companies are there and then for there to be drought like yeah does zuckerberg give a crap that there's a drought in his state i mean drought is like the oldest of like maladies yeah like like literally yeah Yeah, it's absolutely biblical why did people die before because drought 
and they're it like, but these cars water. drive themselves. <laughs> They'll drive yeah, you to water. It's like parallel, totally yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like all of the most advanced things and then the oldest problem we've ever had. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, water is life basically. Like there's, there's no life without water. That's literally what we look for when we're looking for planets that could sustain life. Mm-hmm. The, one of the main things we're looking for is water. Yeah. And if we don't have water, we don't have life. A lot of religious themes on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we've gotten there. I think that's a good time to turn to Deadpool. That was like no segue whatsoever. John, do we have the sound of a segue crashing? (laughs) (laughs) The sound of like a drunk cop on a segue just like motoring into a wall. Paul Blart, mall cop. Paul Blart. Yeah. Um, Paul, uh, Paul. John, look through the uh, Paul Blart fully reel for the segue crash. Let's not. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Check that out for me, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Quantum, what do you I'm want just trying to what? We, we have five minutes left in the show. Five minutes? God. Yeah, I mean, blown right by. Okay. That's what so. happens when, when, when we start the show with 10 minutes of <laughs> rambling about nothing. Oh, Becky. Um, no, she was great. She, she was, was great. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Deadpool. She's, she's tweeting about mailboxes right now, by the way. Is she? Yep. All right. Yeah, Deadpool. tell me about Deadpool because I've only ever read Lady Deadpool. Like Mary oh. H.K. Joy uh, yeah. Choi did a really awesome Lady Deadpool. And I, that that was really cool, but sure. I'm, I'm not familiar with the original character. Okay, so Deadpool is one of those characters who was created by esteemed sarcasm <laughs> comic <laughs> writer Rob Liefeld, and he's a beloved character who, like in the Marvel universe, where it's like he'll break the fourth wall. And he'll just, like, crack bizarre jokes. He loves chimichangas. And he'll kill everything. So it's pretty great. And people are really excited for the movie to come out next year. And Ryan Reynolds is playing the character. But Ryan Reynolds also played the character in that miserable Wolverine movie. Yeah. Like, X-Men Origins Wolverine came out in 2009. And they destroyed that character. Yeah. But Ryan Reynolds was actually pretty good when he was actually, like, talking as Wade Wilson. Ryan Reynolds is only, only good at talking. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I would, I, I, here, I, would, I would watch a movie that was just, uh, 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 oh, my God. What's happening to me? I th- did oh you God, get I Ryan? Figured out, I figured it out. It's, uh, and just go with me on this. It's just Ryan Reynolds, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and Hugh Grant just being charming. Actually, you know, I, I, would I would watch that. I would watch that. Like, watch they don't that. go anywhere. They yeah. don't do anything. They just try to charm each other a yeah, little bit. Yeah, no, I would totally watch totally that. Totally watch that. I would totally watch that. Yeah, it's a different style of charm. Like, yeah, all the way around. Yeah. It's, and it's like on the snark meter. Yeah, like you know, like you, you, you definitely like would like snark. take Hugh Grant. No, no, like Hugh Grant is like a man without snark. Like he's he's very dry and sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still like you know I'm a I'm here for you. He's got floppy <laughs> hair. Yeah, People yeah. Like he that. cares. Yeah, he's he cares. Being. He cares. Yeah. And then Robert Downey Jr. has like, there's a heart of gold in there. Yeah, but like post drunk, like lots of drugs in the '90s. Right, but he's there's still there's still a core. You can get it. Yeah. So right. And then Ron Reynolds is like, you're a you're just a d bag. <laughs> you're just a hundred percent gonna do something. I don't stupid. know about all that. Though. So, I mean, but who, that's not your scale. I like Ryan Reynolds. I mean. <laughs> Like, I'm saying, but as, was, as, as not as pe- like I don't know them as people. I mean, in terms of the characters yeah. they always play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's. I can't. Like, I can't. I, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, what women would you put in this movie? No, no. I'm mm. saying it would just be the three of them being charming. Uh huh. <laughs> what? This no. is just the three of them talking very fast. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the whole that's movie. The format. I understand. I understand why you would ask me that question, particularly, and why you'd ask it of me. But I'm saying a movie that was just the three of them talking very fast would be very entertaining. I mean, it would. Mm. Yeah, that's it. 
Okay. I mean, if you would like to cast additional fast-talking people in this movie, you're more than welcome to. Man, you know, I feel like who would be really good is Reese, Reese Witherspoon when she's drunk and like back talking like the the cop and like she's like the mm-hmm. the the force that they have to interact with and figure out how to charm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon when she's not on, like Reese Witherspoon when she like hung <laughs> over Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Uh, no, I mean, I'm like obviously like in this zone, like there's like a there's a very like dry Tina Fey area. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could happen. Amy but, Poehler just like comes in. For sure. Yeah. No, but like that that's all the wrong mode. That's what I'm saying. They're like, not charming enough. No, they're, they're, they're char- it's all it's the wrong. It's not that like bitter, sarcastic. I'm talking over you, meta. So Janine Garofalo, maybe. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Kinda, that's I'm gonna go mode. real weird here. Yeah. Kristen Shaw. Oh, word. Yeah. Yeah, like because you don't know. Like she'll just come at you from like, like left field. That's be weird. No, I'm with you. I, I don't know. Maybe this is like a personal thing, like. That Christian Shaw is like she's on another planet. And yeah. Occasionally, there's like like hilarious dispatches. Mm. This is like I think all of their charm looks. It's it, it's all the same. Those three in particular. It's like they're they're with you, but they're just talking. They're always talking to another audience. <laughs> Do you know that's, yeah, that's yeah, all. They're I'm constantly at. performing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always on. I had I have a bunch of friends who are always on. They're exhausting people to hang out with. They sure are. Um, but then I'm like, that was. Huh, that was entertaining. entertaining. That was yeah. fun, and now I need to go take a nap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, it, it would be nothing. It would just be the, and then they would like they would like hurt each other at the end. It would mm-hmm. just be their, their inability to like be the most on. Mm-hmm. It would just like lead to gore in some way. Gore? Yeah, it would, it would end in a violent confrontation. <laughs> Not Al Gore. Not a, oh well, my God! This Full Sam. House news. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up before. Oh man. Okay, okay you I'm finish Deadpool, and then we have to do this. I'm not happy about this at all. Okay, can, <laughs> can you just finish the Deadpool thing? Uh, okay, so Deadpool is coming out next February. Yeah. And there was a new trailer, an April Fool's trailer, where Ryan Reynolds is talking to Mario Lopez, who is, like, the biggest tool in the world. I'm not sure in real life because I don't know the guy. But Deadpool comes out of nowhere and just knocks him over and kills him and makes, like, this offhand reference to Save by the Bell, and it's amazing. Wow. Like, it's on the site right now. You need to watch it if you I haven't have watched watch it. That. Yeah. Kristen Ritter. Ah, oh, she's great. Uh, yeah. That's That's... That's one. Okay, I'll think of more. <laughs> so I, I haven't seen this Full House news. Tell me about Full, Full House. Just read, back. Read it's, it's, really side, it's all over. Literally, it's there really are no depressing. other tweets. All right, ready? Netflix, it's illegal to tweet about anything but this right Netflix now. Netflix may be reviving Full House as Fuller House. That sounds awful. <laughs> beef yeah. or bust, Sam? Yeah, buddy. I will, I will definitely give Full House beef. I grew up on that show, but this sure. remake, how the hell can you remake Full House? Just leave it alone. I have a question for you. Can you name three other TGIF shows? Three. What does that mean, TGIF show? Wasn't Full House a TGIF show? No. No, it wasn't. What does that mean? It just came up during that time? Yeah. What is a TGIF show? What? Like a show TGIF? that you watch? Cause ABC7? Uh, what? Okay, so I, I just got something else wrong, but I'm happy for my ignorance of this. To me, Full House is wrapped up into an era of television that was defined by, like, was it Casey Werner Productions? And they produced every family sitcom on ABC. They did, and that what block did they do? Step by step? Step by step. Yeah. Uh, 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 family Matters. Mm-hmm. Boy Meets World, World. Right? And it was all of those shows. Uh, they did Sabrina too? Yeah, John knows the stuff cold. He's just, he, <laughs> that's, you're not even hearing him in, in the earphones right now. He's just screaming in the control room the names <laughs> of 80s and 90s shows. Um, and Full House, to, in my mind, is one of those shows, but it's not. Am I crazy? Yeah, so during, during this time when these TGIF, you know, 
shows were on. I was there watching Nickelodeon and uh, Cartoon Network, watching shows like Rocket Power and SpongeBob and uh, a ton of others. Hey Arnold and good shows. Yes, all the all the '90s people watching the show know exactly what I'm talking about. There's so many others: Johnny Bravo, uh, Powerpuff Girls, uh, and then you got into like Adult Swim. But yeah, I've, I I watched. Um, no, I watched. What the hell is this called? Full House on um, Nick at Night. Right. That was like my thing. It was Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon growing up, not ABC or like the Disney Channel. Like a lot of people like closer to my age, like watched the Disney Channel growing up. I don't really even remember Disney Channel like circa 97. I wasn't allowed to watch television. John, John, you're crazy. Full House was a TGIF show. I just just Wikipedia'd you, man. Uh, Full House started before TGIF. And then it rotated in the schedule of Family Matters, Perfect Strangers. We're in a deep, oh, a man. deep hole. This is not a deep hole. Right this is like, you know, this was a thing. Like, in this moment in the 90s, like, networks would block their programming. So NBC had must-see TV and ABC had TGIF. And all of that stuff is coming back. Right? It's all being yeah. mined for nostalgia. Yeah. So because they were blocked out and it would be like, watch 10 shows on NBC on Thursday night. Those shows are all together and they all share branding and they all have these like uh, weird, they all have the same piece of like 30 somethings watched all of them. Mm-hmm. So on Thursday nights, like people of my generation, the idea right. is like, watch you, you watch the first show and they want you to stay on the network. Yeah. And, yeah. The ads, just stay right and it's there. like, just walk, right. keep watching. Just hit the verge homepage. There was no every story. <laughs> yes. And then 10 years from now, we'll just bring them all back. God. Remember that story about the Amazon Dash buttons now coming to Netflix. <laughs> Although I feel like we, one of the things we've learned from Facebook is that nostalgia is not always a good thing, right? I mean, oh, look yeah. at that segue. Right yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. Nicely done. Like Man, a professional. Liz, two for two. First, she's <laughs> cat making me cast women in my Ryan Reynolds movie. <laughs> now she's segueing right into burning Facebook. Uh, it's no. not even like a hard burn, by the way, but what? Burning Facebook. No, no, it's burning Facebook right now is the easiest thing in the world. Like, <laughs> everybody in the world right now has a bone to pick with Facebook. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, if you talk to media people, for example, Liz, this is a, Liz and I have a favorite pastime of talking to media people and then slacking each other about those conversations later. Mm. And I have a pastime of spilling shit on quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, media people are all terrified of Facebook because they're a looming monster. Uh, regular people are mad because uh, bad memories are now just automatically populating their timelines. Yeah. Uh, moms everywhere are mad. Mm-hmm. Snapchat's because, mad because they're learning they're... how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat's super mad because Facebook is thirsty. What? How's Snapchat mad? Snap Because they just came out with their third iteration of like their, what was the new Facebook app that? Uh, Riff. Riff, yeah. Riff. And that's I like don't... the third iteration. Okay. Of oh, man, we're, we're kind of out of Poke, time. But... They had uh, Slingshot. Yep. And, and now they're trying riff. riff. Yeah. So whenever these apps come out, I have like all of my non-tech normal e friends that just like see things on Facebook mm-hmm. or like, you know, are hip to this stuff in some way. No one asked me about riff. Like that did Why not you? that did not even make a ripple in the pond yesterday. <laughs> it's like we hit the news, all the tech outlets hit the news, and then no one gave a crap. I didn't even download it. Did anyone here download no. Riff? No. What is I'm not Riff? on Facebook. <laughs> what is Riff? Exactly, my Facebook? boy. I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> I haven't been on Facebook since 2006. That's when I quit. Uh, uh, Trey, our our video producer, also not on Facebook. And today, someone was point was showing him the, um, the you know the news where it's like old things are showing up and people are like don't like it, and it's like just a lot of bad memories. Mm-hmm. And like literally, his response was like, "Yes, that's Facebook for me. Cold and personal and bad memories." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I deleted my Facebook in college for a solid year, and it was the best thing ever. Get off Facebook. Do it now while you can. Quit Facebook. I mean, that's it's that's great. That's like a recurring theme. Yes. If you follow me on Twitter, is is quit Facebook. quit Facebook. Yeah. Sam, are you on Facebook right now? I have to be because of uh, work. Yeah. Kind I, of. I'm on Facebook <laughs> just to just to you know check out old flames. Oh, dude. Are you? <laughs> no. Uh, Wait, which one of us is telling Becky about this? That's the real oh, question. I think oh, Becky is more interested in the travails of my old flames than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> She's very much like, ah, oh, hmm, six babies now for that one. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, what just came out of your mouth? What? Six babies for that one? Is that a sentence? It, it's just like Are a you joke. Are terrified of babies? Because we left the Midwest and live in New York and we're like a, like a, you know, like cynical childless couple. What, 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 <laughs> oh, so she's going to punish you with jokes. <laughs> what, what is this dual income? Uh, no kids? Dinks. Dinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, we're yuppies of the finest sort. Dicks? Hype check being good at acronyms. <laughs> it sounded like you guys said dicks. I don't know. <laughs> by the way, oh, Sam. Man. By the way, that's what you would title that Ryan Reynolds movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that solves all my problems. Wait, what, what? By the way, on Doug, the Dinks, the family. Yes. They yes. were dual income, no children oh, family. Oh, that's what. Right. The, wow. Right. You just blew my mind. It wow. all becomes wow. clear. By wow. the way, the Wikipedia page for TJF just it just nostalgia just read all this. over the place. No, it's not nostalgia. It's just like you want to know why the TV industry like basically just like lost the internet. It's because <laughs> for a while they tried to spin off TGIF, which thank God it's Friday, into I Love Saturday Night, and they it's never a, worked. because to get audience for Who's the Boss, Growing Pains, and Perfect Strangers, they're like these shows uh. suck now. <laughs> I love Saturday. Yeah, I don't know everything. Everything about TV is crazy to me. Yeah. I, the, I would love to just have spend an hour on a Vergecast talking about the cable industry and television right did, now. Did you, there's oh, you another, one other piece of news. Did the, you see it? The, the Apple, Apple thing yeah. where Apple wants people to pay for their yeah. own streams. Yes. Which is, I understand Bonkers. why they want to do it, but, but insanity. It'll happen. Apple will be able to do it. They're the richest company in the world. They're, they're going to do it. Welcome I mean, to the iVerge. Oh, God. I have called this Apple television thing for a while now. I don't remember the first time I ever saw it on the really? Verge. Gene yeah. Munster, everybody. But, well, yeah. no, no, no. I don't care about the television itself, but like the whole cable and shift to digital thing, I think what Apple did with iTunes, they're going to do with television in a similar way. I don't think they can do that. Okay. We'll see. I just, there's the cable companies make they still make they have all of the money. Yep, they have too much power. They it's one of those all things of the though. Money. But like as soon the whole thing with HBO with HBO now. Yeah. That that's the that's the crack in I the I feel ice. like that's the first step to yep. something like really happening because they got that yes, exclusivity deal even though it was only for 3 months and even though Dish got it. It's like they're doing things and I don't know what to expect out of that going forward. That HBO now thing is like HBO HBO knows that it has tons and tons of people who don't sign up for Comcast or Time Warner or whatever. Right. Right. But if you are NBC or your CBS or your Fox and you broadcast sports, which is like the thing, like that's sure. billions of dollars, right? Those, yeah. co- those networks yeah. pay billions of dollars to get the NFL. They are not going to just roll over for Apple. You know what? All domain. right. So, so the first iPhone did not launch with. 3G, let alone LTE. I mean, there was no LTE back then. Look, we, we could we could we could get this Apple Television with like the premium channels minus sports, right? And like, I would probably buy into that because I don't watch too many sports on television. 
you you get Netflix, you get HBO, and you get whoever else wants to buy into this now. And then that, like what Kwame said, I think the the HBO like rift right now of of taking it away from cable exclusivity and saying like, here guys, we can do this thing now. No, but that's a new market. I think it would, right. think, it would think about it this way: the people who are going to sign up for HBO now are not the people who would have otherwise signed up for Comcast. That makes no sense. They're the people who are otherwise using their HP, their parents' HBO Go logins. Yeah. It's me. Me. It's you, right? So it's, it's totally that's, me. that's all new customers, right? But those people, you can't – they're not going to take away from the old customers. And until right. you start taking away from right. Comcast customers, mm-hmm. Comcast, which owns NBC, is not going to be incentivized to bring football to you, Apple. And like that – True. Every story about Apple and the TV right now comes down to them talking to Comcast and Comcast being like, "No, like we we they will not do power right now." And like until you you like until something breaks that logjam, it's yeah. going to be incredibly. Difficult I mean, I, you, I I know it's tough and silly to compare the cable industry to the music industry, but Apple was able to uproot the music industry with iTunes. I don't see why they can't do that again, given that they are the richest company ever in history right now. Someone, someone just tweeted the following fun fact at me. Uh-oh. Fun fact, Family Matters switched over to CBS for its final season. And it was terrible. It ended with Urkel going to space. <laughs> that is so <laughs> Thank dumb. You, Mark. That is so dumb. It was terrible, and he wound up, winded up with Laura, wound up, and it was a So you fun. just straight ahead spoiled Family Matters. On the listen, <laughs> that show is so old, it doesn't all right, matter. All right, all right, all right, all right. I think we're, we're a little done. over time. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Type check TGIF. Two? Wow. Dude. That, I think that proves my theory that hype check is... Uh, uh, Broken. Uh, logarithmic over time. False. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There's yeah. definitely I mean, like, a time function to the hype check. What what hashtag teens care about TGIF? That's my question. I mean, he's our teens expert after all. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Our Sam, teens correspondent. Sam, would you like to engage? I'll do the thing. Do the thing, um, buddy. So if you're listening to this live, you should absolutely check out the Snapchat story today. Uh, we are blessed with having Liz in the office, and we did a quick little science snap story. Hashtag blessed. Uh, Hashtag blessed. We did a science story with Liz. Um, you, follow, you should follow us on Snapchat anyway because it is awesome and a lot of fun. We are the real Verge on Snapchat. Um, you should follow us on Twitter. We're like slowly nearing a million followers, and that will just be awesome and to we have. We want a million. Uh, we want a million. Here's what we'll do. Once we hit a million, to all your friends, we'll do a sick giveaway from the reviews closet. Done. Oh, man. Deal. We'll, um, get, we'll give away like 10 things. At once. Uh, so you should follow us on Twitter. We're and at tell Verge. your friends. And tell your friends. And we'll give something Twitter. to you. And uh, and the last It'll thing you should do, first. Oh, <laughs> you should definitely go on YouTube.com slash The Verge and watch the videos from this week. I'm not going to talk about it that hard, but we published a video on an electric Mustang, and that ish is dope. It's, it's sick. It's a 10-minute, yeah. like, film. It's not like a video. It is a film. Go watch it. YouTube.com slash The Verge. You want a little backstory? Do it. We were editing that thing really late at night, and I, was, I told Jordan and Jimmy, like, you guys are – you know that you're just making Days of Thunder. <laughs> And they were like, we've never seen it. And I literally stopped all production and we just watched the intro to Days of Thunder together because I was like, just get it. And they got it. And the video is awesome. <laughs> That's that. By the way, in case you want to know how video edits of the Verge go, <laughs> I walk in at the last minute and make you watch a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. <laughs> I'm like, make that. Then I leave. It's good great. process. That's good definitely process. how the hangover video yeah. went. I was like, You're, yeah. you guys are just making Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Liz was goose. <laughs> oh, that's God. harsh. Wow, that that's harsh. So the needle one. All right, Casey was goose. Let's Danger zone. Casey was goose. I take it back. Casey's. 
<laughs> I signed off already, by the way. So Liz so is mad. Are we done? I'm, right. I'm, I'm done with the right, sign off. All right, there's uh, whatever. Uh, I am uh, Reckless on Twitter. I am Kwame Opam on Twitter. I'm at Ms. Lopato. Oh, yeah. And I'll, that's what that is. And I'm Sam Shepard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to troll me, you need to be polite Wait, to me. Wait, you didn't know that her first name was Melissa Beth? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I thought it was like some weird... I'm not, I'm not going to say it. All right, that's the Birchcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, we'll be back again next week. We're going to have Kwame on the show more often, I think. That's cool. Enjoy enjoy beef. these, the last days of winter. Beef. <laughs> Don't eat any almonds. Spring is beef. Bye. Bye. Beef. Beef.